Hello, listeners. How's it going? Episode 80. We'll get started in just a second. Episode 80, 80 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with the founders and owners of Moral Trend Clothing here in Redding, California, Mr. Lachlan McKenzie and Liz Peary. How are you guys doing today? Very well. Doing good, Blake. Yep. Happy doing to fine. be here. Happy yeah. Thanks fine. for having to, us. Yeah, happy to have you guys on. Yeah, it's been a few weeks in the making, so um, I'm happy to finally have you guys on. Yeah, very cool. Um, I want to give a special shout out real quick to all the listeners. Thank you guys for listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you guys very much. Also on Overcast. I figured out that the podcast is on Overcast now. So thank you guys very much. And also, I do have uh, podcast hats available. I don't have any right now. I will give you guys some. I'll just stop by the store one of these days or whatever. And I want to give you guys some podcast hats. So sorry I don't have them today. But um, I'm, I ran out of them. But I do give them away for free. So I'll just come and drop some off for you guys. But I do have podcast hats. Um, let me know if you want one. I should have some here in a couple weeks. And without further ado, let's get into it. So I want to know the origins of Mortal Trend Clothing. I'll be honest. I've never been into the store. Uh, my buddy George Torres, I don't know if you guys know George. He came and got a business card from you guys. He was probably just a random customer that kind of walked in and saw what was going on. Um, but he came and got a business card from you guys a few weeks ago. That's what made me want to reach out. And um, I guess he's kind of like my agent or whatever. He always tries to set up stuff for me. And he's very good with it. So I want to give him a special shout out because he's the reason I'm uh, sitting here with you guys. But um, what's like the origins of this place? I mean, what made you guys want to start a clothing business, clothing brand? And where does like the love of that come from for fashion? Mm. Um, I think I was probably, well, I, I was the, the one that came up with the idea of uh, starting a clothing label. Uh, clothing. It, it's, uh, you know, I wanted to design some clothes and, and sell them. Um and I talked talk to Liz about it. When, actually, so Liz and I, we met about 12 years ago. And uh, one of the things that came up in the conversation, one of the first conversations we had was uh, Liz had asked me if uh, if you could do anything, what would you do? I mean, uh, and I said, well, I'd like to start a clothing line. I've always saw, thought, at least for me, that's something I was interested in. And it, it stems from when I was probably 15 or 16 years old. I used to make clothing, you know, and stuff uh, but the idea of starting a clothing line, it never really was one of those things I took seriously. But Liz said, well, we should probably uh, think about doing that one of these days. And um, so we ended up, Lizzie really was, was the person that took that, sort of me saying that and running with it. Um, and she created a Kickstarter campaign for us so we could fund that. And um, it just sort of went from there. That was at the very beginning. That would have been what, 2012, I think it was, wasn't it? I, I, I'm going to struggle to remember. I think we've only been, I think it was seven years ago that was we did the, one? or six. This is this is how no, this finger is, on the pulse we are of the, <laughs> of the business. <laughs> um, I, I can't remember exactly when we yeah. launched the Kickstarter. Yeah, but we talked about doing it. So around 2012, we talked about doing it. And then it, it sort of it took a couple of years to actually get everything up and going, but uh, yeah, it was probably maybe 2013, 2014 we had everything made. Mm. Um, 
started a website and just started selling clothing, going to like flea markets essentially, you know, in, in, hmm. in Los Angeles where we lived at the time. And so sold a lot of clothes through that, sold some stuff on the web, our website, mortaltrend.com. Um, and that's really been it. We don't have a brick and mortar store. So everything's done online. Any sales over there? We've got clothing at the Fashion Alliance here in Reading. We have stuff down in the Fashion Alliance here in So yeah. tell me about that because I, that was one thing when I was exchanging emails with I think the both yeah. you guys. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. that was one thing that kind of because like I said I'm coming into it kind of blind. But yeah. I was um, kind of surprised. But it makes sense, especially with over the last you know maybe yeah. 12 to 14 mm -hmm. months what's been going on. Mm -hmm. um, but what is the Reading Fashion Alliance exactly, and how mm. do you guys set it up through there? Like I just have no idea. So for anyone else that may not know, what is that exactly? Mm. They're they're a fantastic. They're a nonprofit organization. Um, started by a woman named Jan Kearns, and she wants to help young people that are interested in fashion design become designers themselves. So she teaches classes. She's got a, I don't know how many sewing machines she has now, um, and she's got a store at the front of the Alliance. Um, and when we moved here to Reading, three years ago, three and change, from Los Angeles, the first batch of clothing that we made, the inaugural, what we spent our Kickstarter money on was clothing made in Los Angeles. Our mission was to make clothing locally, um, and locally for us then was LA, but we were kind of making a statement about fast fashion and about hiring people for a living wage to to not have slave labor make our clothing. So we found a factory in LA um, and had our first batch of clothing made down there and then we moved here and we talked about making getting some more clothing made and I found the Fashion Alliance and walked in and said, we've got this tiny minuscule clothing line but we'd love to make some more clothes. So they ended up making a line of flannels for us. That's the last line that we did. And that was... A year and a half ago. year and a half already? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, a year ago at least, right? Whenever it was. Yeah. Obviously we're not great at, at keeping yeah. track of time um, when we do <laughs> yeah. things. It's all a blur these days. It's all a blur. I, I get it. Yeah. Totally. Um, so they made our flannels. They did an absolutely beautiful job and we sold them through our website. Um, and we and I think we still have a couple in the store at the Alliance, although they might have sold them all. Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah, um, I think they had something like a couple of, was it a couple of dozen shirts made, something like that. They made like 24 of them. Yeah, I think so. Well, more or less, but they were all sold by maybe one or two of them, you know, so. We had a party and. Yeah served people alcohol so they <laughs> bought a lot of flannels. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Really well. that yeah. Fashion Alliance. Yeah, that we great. had that at the Fashion Alliance. <laughs> yeah, that was right. And we're talking now about maybe starting to make some women's clothing. All of it is super small batch. It, it's, I yeah. think we made 24 flannels. I think we'd yeah. probably make 23 dresses. Um, but it's made, you know, they're making more than minimum wage to make our clothing, which we feel really, really good, yeah, about. Felt good about. it. And it we nice. sourced all of our fabric from um, manufacturers in the United States. So we just really wanted to keep it 
not overseas, but here and help, you know, American workers. Yeah, that's awesome. Some money. Um, And it was originally, um, Lockie wanted to make, Lachlan wanted to make um, just classic, super high quality clothing. So we did um, a line of really heavy cotton knits, um, and then we had a jacket made. Um, so yeah. that was the, the that was sold the beginning. Pretty quick, but it's it was a learning process for us as well because you realize no idea what we were yeah, doing. Yeah, I've never sold clothing before, but I just mm-hmm. had an idea for maybe for doing it. But the thing you start to realize certain things as you're going through it. And it's like, I'm, I dare say it's like starting any kind of a business. You know, you see things that we should maybe have done this differently. Maybe shouldn't have had as many of these things made. But one of the things that happens, I mean, it's it's uh, having clothing made. Like so, we were down in Los Angeles. Try just trying to find someone to make it locally is practically impossible. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's it's interesting because to find someone to do it, you have to talk to somebody that knows someone that knows someone else that can hook you up with somebody who actually makes the stuff. It's not like that ad- they're even advertised, you know. So we found a guy in, in downtown LA, but, but, but with him it was, uh, his minimum orders were 200 garments per order, so you couldn't, it was a minimum order of 200 uh, pieces per per design. And the difference is, you try doing that, if you were going to have the, the clothing made overseas, um, you're probably looking at close to a thousand, sometimes ten thousand. Ga- that's they don't do minimums of a hundred, you know, a couple of hundred. So one of the things about being in Reading and being friends with the Fashion Alliance is they'll make as few or as many as you want, really. You know, I mean, within reason, you know. But you know, that's perfect. It's a lot. It's a lot more expensive to do it that way, but it does mean that you do sort of keep the things local made local but it's an expensive endeavor either way you know if you're going to have the stuff made here um you want to pay people a living it's going to cost you to do it and this is the whole thing with the clothing industry really that's why more or less everything you're buying off the racks made overseas you know it's going to be made in china or bangladesh or wherever mm-hmm. it's made you buy very very few things made here in the u.s and if you do chances are you're going to pay a fair amount it's going to be a lot more expensive Maybe double what you would typically pay for, say, something from you. Like can go, underwear. Yeah, I, I, right. I was, uh, that's a good example. I was looking for underwear. I was telling Liz the other day, uh, I was looking to buy underwear, and I said, like, you know, I'm going to see if I can't buy, like, you know, a whole bunch American of underwear. American-made. American-made underwear. And the, the, the least expensive place I could find, it was, like, for a pair of briefs, it was uh, $25. And I'm thinking, that's the problem. I said, Liz, you can go to a place like Ross, buy a bag of underwear with six pairs of under, mm-hmm. underwear it for less than 15, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and with us you're getting one pair for two. So there's, uh, that's what you're sort of dealing with, you know. So you're never going to make, um, unless unless you can get killer advertising and somebody really can uh, promote it and market it real well, to really uh, be successful with that is very, very difficult. It's very difficult. But... Liz and I, like I say, the one fortunate thing is we've got, we both work, so we're able to fall back in that, but that would be uh, getting it started and sort of keeping it going as well, I guess. It's uh, not an easy thing to do if you're having things made locally, you know. So, right. Sort of where we're at right now, but we do still have the website up and all that, you know. Um, 
the business actually, Lizzie created, she's the one that set up the business plan, created it, created the website, and more or less was the one that got us a kickstart of funding. So. Yeah, that's awesome. She's he, was the, he was the artist and the designer. Yeah, I designed the clothes. And, and I thought, I've got these the clothes. And Lizzie goes, well, I'll see what we can do. And she went yeah. ahead and did the whole Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was when, that was, I don't know if you remember this, but Kickstarter, everyone was running a Kickstarter. Yeah. Everyone and their granny. I do remember, yes. Had yeah. a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. Um, it was very much the thing to do. And uh, we, yeah, we were, it turned out we didn't raise enough. We had to spend quite a bit of our own money. But, yeah, it, was, um, it was like a 50-50 split, you know, we, we, we were able to, but we made, so we went ahead and uh, kickstarted a campaign, it was for $20,000, and we funded it. We funded it pretty quick, actually. We did. Know? We funded it. And I then think we they put give you a 30-day deadline something, or something like that, yeah. Oh, then, wow. And then we put That's in not a, bad. Yeah. 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 We put then we put about the same in again, so we spent probably close to forty thousand dollars getting it all up and going. Um, but it's an issue for a business. That's it's not a lot of money. I mean, it's really not to start a business, a business that you think you're going to make money from. But it's uh, the bigger thing is uh, marketing, selling the clothes. That's really the big part. You got to go out and sell this stuff now. Mm-hmm. You know, we have boxes of clothes. It's right, like, great. We've got the clothes made now. What? Okay, we have got a website. Then we're going to go and sell this stuff. So we tried several different things, you know. Some of them kind of worked. But again, um, so here's the thing, Blake. If you were ever going to get into something like that, one of the things that we discovered sort of pretty quick is you've got to keep renewing your line. So you start off with so many garments. We had about five or six designs. So that's for the first maybe quarter of a year. Now you've got to come up with the next five or six designs, mm-hmm. followed by the next. So you've got to keep it going. Otherwise, you're really... People are looking, that's the same stuff you had, you know, three weeks ago. Where's, mm-hmm. it, where's the new stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you have to keep sort of renewing it. And that's where the money comes. You've really got to bank, you've got to have money to keep banking that up. But at some point, at some point in the road, it might pick up. Stores might go, oh, that's that brand, yeah. They may pick it up and decide to carry it, you know? And we had our stuff in a few stores, you know? Um, one of the things I did uh, went door to door, you know, with some clothing stores, and it's interesting. The response you get is always positive. You know, it's like these things look great. They would look great here, but we'll get back to you, and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> so right? It's that whole of thing. Of course. Yeah, and it's, yeah. so it's like that. Um, but it was. Um, I, I mean, it, it's one of these things. It was, a, it was. It was a cool experience getting it up and going. But Lizzie was doing most of the legwork, setting up the business side of it, and she got it all set up. And we did sell a few things initially. It's kind of slowed down considerably right enough since then. Yes. But, but it's, uh, if I had, I, I guess if I had, if I had a big pot of cash, I would throw money at it. I would make tons of clothes because I've got all these different designs in my mind. It's like I'd like to make some, some more shirts, a few more jacket designs I've got in mind. But it's, uh, it's an expensive, like I say, it's a very expensive endeavour to get in. And it's one of these things as well. I think if you're going to, it's like any kind of business, I think you have to be wanting to commit a big part of your life to it. And I think when we jumped into it, it was like, I don't know if either one of us is up to doing this, you know, it feels like it, because we were both working full time, you know. Um, But it's kind of a cool thing, you know. I mean, people, we still sell a few things here and there. The the Fashion Alliance have been carrying some of our stuff on their racks (coughs) and they've sold quite a few garments for us, so... They get a, they get a cut of a percentage of it for selling it, and then we get the rest. But it's uh, it's another way of getting the 
the name out there and at some point maybe it will maybe it will pick up I don't know I mean I would I would still like to have a few more things made before throwing in the towel <laughs> that's one of the right. things we talk about on and off I'll be throwing in the towel and because here come, here's this thing coming up the website they're going to renew it business license to be renew the business so and these things are they're not cheap to, to renew but you've got to be serious about keeping them going otherwise part of me feels guilty if we don't keep it going, I think, you know, that's mm. a big part of why I want to keep the website up mm-hmm. and all that. I feel like, man, I just feel if I'd put more energy and effort and money into this thing, <laughs> it would have worked out a lot better. But it's still going. I mean, at some point we'll probably have some more things made, hopefully, I would like to think, in the not-too-distant future. What with fashion alliance. That's actually kind of a cool thing to have, just because they can do small batches but it's not like you're going to make a lot of money from it, you know, for us to sell the clothes. We, it's not like we're making a whole lot from doing that. But it would give us an opportunity to put some more stuff on the website, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, what's the most successful piece of clothing you guys have? I see you have the Whiskey Town pullover. That would probably be something I would get into personally. You're going to get some mortal yeah, trend, by the, up, way. by the way. I just wanted to see you yeah. to know oh, what thank size you. you are. Yeah. I, I was definitely going to try and, and get some from the website little, for sure. So don't, don't order it. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Sure. Yeah. You give us hats, we give you clothes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Is that a deal? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Yeah. Also, the NorCal flannel. This looks like something that um, I'm a big Levi's guy. Now, mm-hmm. you guys hearing that is like, you know, Levi's made over, oh, you know, no, no, in no, Vietnam no. and stuff. But I like just Levi's. It seems like old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. You know, the 501s, yeah. the flannels, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the leather jackets and stuff. Yeah. Um, it looks really cool. That's something I would definitely wear too. But where does the idea come from as far as like Whiskey Town Pullover? Who comes up with like the names and stuff like that? That's something that you do, Liz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why it Whiskey was, Town well, we, Pullover? We, we renamed them when we got here. Yeah. Because okay. we came to Reading. And I wanted us to be a Reading company because we're in Reading now. Yeah, kind of a And because we were having this. clothing made in Reading. Yeah. So I thought it would be nice to just kind of name things for local local places. So okay. Yeah. yeah. It but was called, I think it was called the Clyde. And the River Clyde runs through <laughs> Glasgow, which is where he grew up. Yeah. But that didn't seem, no, I just kind of wanted to localize. I like the local thing, yeah. The, the flannel shirt there, Blake, that's the, the shirt that we had made here That's in what Reading. the Alliance so a, made for us. a genuine Reading-made uh, piece of clothing with yeah. the shirt. they the turned out shirt. beautifully. They, did, they were perfect. They did such yeah. a good job on them, you know. Yeah, they really did a great job. Yeah. You're from Scotland? I'm Scottish, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That was really cool. I haven't had anyone on the podcast that's from, oh, really? uh, you know, overseas or oh, not no, from America. So really? that's very, yeah, yeah, yeah you got yeah. that. That's cool. Can you understand him? Yes. Okay? Yeah, good. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, I hear everything you guys oh, are saying. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. 100%. Some good. people that's struggle good. a little yeah. bit. Not so much now. It, there was a time. There was definitely yeah. a period there where it's hard to, to I mean, it's one of these things. Um, you meet other people from over there and you it's like you lapse back into this kind of, there's a lot of slang, and before mm-hmm. you know it, you you have this accent, and I can I can almost hear it, you know, mm-hmm. and I can tell why people have a tough time understanding. And I'm thinking I'm only speaking English, but right. it's just a certain yeah. form. No, of English. same it's language. Like, yeah, same yeah. language. It's not tough. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Los Angeles to Reading, 2018. It sounds like. 
that was the year of the car fire here. I don't yeah. know if you guys were here to experience oh, that. Yeah, yeah. So what made you want to go from Los Angeles to Redding, California? Why not Sacramento, San Francisco? Mm. Why was oh. it, you know, all the way um, mm-hmm. further north for mm-hmm. you guys yeah. personally? Yeah, I was, uh, so the company that I was working for down south, um, they were bought out by a company here in Redding. And um, the company in Redding asked, uh, they basically hired me on more as a consultant because they had bought one company that I'd been working for. They bought them out and asked me if I'd be interested in working with them. I said, sure. That would have been, I think, November 2017 actually when we moved mm-hmm. up here. So that, okay. that would have been it. But um, that's that's how we ended up in Reading. I mean, truth be told, it's funny because we drive past Reading quite, I won't, I won't say regularly, a few times a year we would drive to um, up to Seattle to visit Lizzie's family in Washington. Oh, okay. And um, we'd drive past Reading and be like, Reading, we should probably pull in. So Reading was always a place off the five freeway. Mm-hmm. But I never can. But it's We've beautiful. We've never you been know? to Reading. No, we knew when we moved here. You're right, because you drive. You knew Shasta Lake was up here. The big lakes here, but the town itself, I just never mm-hmm. thought about it. You know. Right. Um, but we were pretty here. burnt on, or I'll speak for myself. Yeah. I was really burnt on, L.A. I'd been Traffic, for, pollution. Yeah, just yeah. It, it had gotten, for me, I think I, well, it changed a lot while we lived there, yeah. but I think I also kind of aged out of it. I think I was tired of traffic, and and uh, so this opportunity came up, and I think we were excited for it to get out of L.A., and just an opportunity yeah. to get out of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, lots of things, and it was, it was strange. It's um, I think if we were maybe if we were younger, say your age, we might never have moved from Los Angeles. But I think mm-hmm. once you get to your forty, you start really thinking about. It. You notice things like that. You yeah. know, when you're you come older, it's like it's just too much. Yeah, um, and it is crowded and. Yeah, there's lots of things, lots of negatives about it, but it's got a lot of positives about it. I like Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, it is dirty and crowded. A lot of big homeless population. Uh, it's a big problem down there, mm-hmm. right. among other things. There's a lot of crime, but it's just a, it's a place where there's a lot of people. You know? You're going to mm-hmm. get that. Um, but, yeah, and it's expensive. It's not like, you, know, you move out of L.A., everywhere else seems so much less expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just a different scene down there. But... Yeah, I mean, no regrets about moving up here at all. I, I like it here. It's mm-hmm. the surrounding scenery is quite beautiful here. You know, the landscape's lo- it's lovely. Lots of nice people. So, and it is slower pace up here. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's not like down there. You know, so yeah, it's nice. It was a nice change. Summer times aside, everyone <laughs> else has been fine. Yes, <laughs> the summer we moved here in November, and the, our first summer was the car fire. Yeah. yeah. And, a little different um, than oh an LA gosh. summer with palm trees oh, and no, and Santa Monica and Malibu nearby. Oh, yeah, that was intense. Ocean, you know? That was really intense. Yeah, couldn't believe how hard it got. I thought it was a one-off, and then our neighbors were saying, "No, it's like this every year, <laughs> don't, every don't, day of every yeah. summer." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. a one-off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was a one-off. I know, right? Oh Did my you grow goodness up gracious! Here? Yep, born and raised here. Nice. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah, this has always been a dream of mine too. Is just kind of like doing like I hate to call them interviews. I, I think yeah. more just conversations, but just having yeah, conversations with like true. business owners and stuff. And yeah. I find myself kind of relating more with people like you guys and just, sure. you know, personalities basically mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, born and raised. And, uh, 
yeah, I I still enjoy it, you know, so somehow, some way, you know, 22 yeah, years. Cool. But uh, I do plan on doing something as far as like a big move before I'm like 25, 30 kind of thing. I don't have a family. You know, I'm, I'm a single guy. So, this you know. This is the time to do it. Yeah. I figure Where this is the time to. Where do you think about going? Um, I've thought about, well, initially it was going to be San Diego because my okay. dad is born and raised there. Mm-hmm. He moved to Ohio this year. And oh, obviously, wow. you know. COVID and stuff changed everything for everybody, yeah. you know, yeah. worldwide, yeah, it seems true. like. Yeah. So, um, not so much San Diego anymore. I'm not sure, honestly. Yeah. I have family that lives in Oregon, some in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of depends on just, you know, I've thought about Wyoming just because mm-hmm. quiet, yeah. land, you know, I, I yeah, like stuff like that. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've also thought about maybe like Phoenix, Arizona. You know, there's yeah, a lot of opportunity sure. there for certain things. Mm-hmm. Um I've thought about L.A. I'm a big L.A. Lakers fan. You know, Kobe, you know, yeah, recipes, Kobe. Like, I'm a big uh, Chargers because they were in San Diego. So I'm, you know, a big sports guy. So I've thought about L.A., but especially at my age and stuff, you know, it's rich in opportunity. Like you guys mentioned how expensive it is. It's kind of like a a same argument you could put for like a New York or Chicago. As expensive as it is, it is also rich in opportunity. Because you get that one phone call, you meet the one person, have the one conversation, and life is totally different. 100%. She was in the movie yeah. business then, now she can tell you it, all of it. Really? But the oh, but yeah. young being young in L.A. is a blast. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I'm sure of it. And yeah. New York, any of those places. Yeah. Because you're you're with other young people that are taking a chance, that are trying, that are ambitious, that yeah. are gonna do stuff. You know. I'll tell you what. That's the big tough thing for me personally living up here because my personality is I'm gun ho about stuff. Mm-hmm. But once my mind's set on yeah. something, no one's going to move me mm-hmm. off it. It doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. And, you know, I, I agree. You know, the community comes out for each other when stuff like the car fire, even yeah. wildfires last summer when it was just smoky mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. pandemic, whatever. The community does support each other a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to say anything bad about the community. Yeah, I love it here. There's a reason I'm mm-hmm. still here. Mm-hmm. But there's not a ton of people that have tons of drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, when I look around, even at my own friend group or age group sometimes, it's just like, Everyone just kind of wants, you know, and everyone's going to want different things. Not everyone has mm-hmm. to be yeah. a millionaire or want mm-hmm. the same thing I want. I don't mm-hmm. want what they want. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love my job. I work at Sprouts Farmer's Market on the Hilltop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dream is not to be the store manager. Mm-hmm. My right. dream is to do this. Mm-hmm. That's a stepping stone. I have yeah. no problem, you know, yeah. saying that and admitting that. I yeah. still give it my all. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But mentally, you know, while I'm there, I'm also over here. Yes. Yeah. So, and there's just not a ton of opportunity here as well. I think mm-hmm. that's another thing is mm-hmm. that there's not a lot of people um, I hate to say like me or, you know, but there's not a lot of people that do podcasts or have, mm-hmm. you know, there's no movie business yeah. stuff here. There's no, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. So it's just, it's really tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough to kind of, uh, not fit in, but just kind of relate sometimes yeah. to like certain people or certain yeah. things. Cause there's yeah. not, you know, there's not the Hollywood sign and the universal mm-hmm. studios up the yeah. road. There's mm-hmm. not, you know, uh, the Chrysler building, you know, or Mm -hmm. there's not that kind of stuff here. You know, it's, it's getting bigger. It's growing. You know, we have like another courthouse coming in and, you know, Chick-fil-A is open and stuff here. So like Reading's growing, you know, little by little. Those are saying that the place is expanding. Yeah, it is. And the, and the revitalization of downtown. Thank you. Lovely. Yeah, that's great. Lovely. Because that was a disaster down there. It was. Yeah. Um, Needed to happen. And it just seems like it's, and for us, at least since we came here, and that's only been a few years. You can see it. It's, it's changing, it's changing very lot, quickly. Yeah. So that's good, you know. Ironically enough, and I'm personally kind of a conspiracy theorist, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything changed after the car fire. Yeah. Mm. Everything changed yeah. after it. I'm not yeah. saying it was a planned fire. They did. All, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying that. But yeah. it is kind of just funny and ironic how, not funny, but it is ironic how 
disaster strikes, mm -hmm. and then everything just starts kind of flourishing, mm -hmm. literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what happens after a fire, is everything mm -hmm. grows back five or mm -hmm. ten years. Yeah. Wiscatel won't be twice as beautiful as it was before. Yeah, All true. of a sudden, downtown's new. I actually uh, had the privilege of having Erin Reznor on. She's the mayor of Reading um, a few weeks ago at this point. Nice. And so, you know, I was talking to her, and I was like, she got elected in 2018, November. Right. So her term started January of 19. Well, that's when everything started oh happening. You know, new restaurant at the Sundial yeah. called The Mosaic and downtown getting yeah. revitalized. Yeah. Chick-fil-A finally came. Uh, I mean, all of Hilltop and Churn Creek has gotten a makeover. You know, exactly. there was nothing there. Exactly. You know, so once Sears closed, it was just a yeah. dead end. Now yeah. there's the market. Now there's a new uh, coffee place going in there. Sprouts. Sprouts, you know. Yeah, yeah. Chick-fil-A. I yeah. mean, it's, it's just, you know. Uh, what are her grand plans for Reading? Is she pro-growth and development? And absolutely. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she's only running one term. She told me that she's not running again. Yeah. She has a family and stuff. She just yeah. had her fourth kid, yeah. um, I guess, a few months back or whatever. But she was telling me, it's it's one term for me and I'm gone. Yeah. And I was shocked to hear that. Yeah. Just considering how much you know effort yeah. and stuff has had been happening for her. Exactly. Yeah, yeah just you know? to get LA to be involved in that and just to give it the one yeah yeah you would imagine we just need we need some industries here yeah for so. for kids to be able to stay and have great careers here right. instead of having to leave to get a career um, I, I'm hoping that they'll start to woo tech companies and you know That's companies the big that one. bring that would also bring people in from from outside from the rest of the world from the outside world that's always a good thing that is the big yeah. thing with the bethel church is that i mean i yeah, yeah. i met a kid um from johannesburg south africa yeah you know it's and it, it's absolutely insane Fantastic. to me that he is the guy bagging the groceries for me at Sprouts, I've been oh, here my right. entire life. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Any, I, I know stuff other than Reading, but I don't know a yeah. lifestyle other than Reading, California, yeah. basically. Yeah. So to meet a kid from South Africa is absolutely insane. I mean, there's people from just all over the States. I, um, yeah. I think there might be a girl from Nigeria or something yeah, like that. I'm so, sure like, you know, they, they kind of, I hate the word recruit, but, you know, it is kind of a recruitment to mm -hmm. outside for, I don't know how they find these people. Yeah. I have no idea how they do it. Um, and I think they get too much of a bad rap. I've said this before on the podcast. Um, I don't go personally. I'm not religious. That's just me yeah. uh, whatsoever. So I don't attend. Um, so I can't really judge as harshly. I know a lot of people get pissed off at them because the COVID restrictions and, you know, mm -hmm. we went back in the purple tier for a few yeah. months, whatever. You know, we're past mm -hmm. that at this point. But they do a lot of donations. Downtown yeah. happened because of Bethel. That is just a fact of the yeah. matter. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the McConnell Foundation. They yes. were... Yeah, um, Back 2003, 2004, the sundial, there was no such thing. The sundial mm -hmm. bridge is still one of the most modern things we have. Mm -hmm. um, it was cool. just the river, and everyone hated the McConnell Foundation, yeah. couldn't stand them. Next yeah. thing you know, what do you see on all the police cars? What yeah. do you see downtown on all the signs? It's yeah. a picture of the sundial. Welcome yeah. to running. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's all about just revitalization and... You know, I'm very happy downtown got the makeover. Like you guys said, it was very needed and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. I mean, I drove down it the is. street the other day, and it was my first time. And it's just like, yeah, it's it, you feel like you're in a city. And as soon as you leave, you know you're back in Reading, but you yeah. feel like you're in a yeah, city, sure. which is, you know, fine. You know, they're two square blocks. You yeah. feel like you're in a city. It's but little by little. Yeah. You're going to need that. I mean, that's that's progress. Sometimes mm -hmm. people are they're not up to be in favor of change and stuff. And I get it. It's... Uh, but it's inevitable it's going to happen, mm -hmm. you know. Um, right. And it will come over time. And at some point, 
I, I would envision in the not too distant future a, a big company coming here. I don't necessarily know about so. Amazon or something, maybe an IT company, mm-hmm. something like that. I, I hope so. But I can see it because it's still affordable. I mean, if you are if you have a young family, mm-hmm. this is kind of heaven. I mean, right? Is, affordable. Course. You can still yeah. buy a house. You can go to the yeah. lake. You can yeah. go to the mountain. You can. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. If you, I mean, Oregon's only a few hours away. If you want yeah. to go to Bend or go to, you know, yeah. the uh, forest there. Don't you Sacramento or uh, San Francisco or these places? That's it's it. It's a, it's a drive. It's a, wee drive. it's a three, four hour drive or whatever, you know. it's um, Just yeah. to swing back for a second, I, I'm very pro young people leaving where they grew up mm. and going off and having adventures. Yeah. I'm really pro that. Because even if you end up coming back here, you're going to grow and yeah. learn and be challenged and change as a human in ways that yeah, you, know, you can't even fathom. I mean, it's, right. So I hope you do do that. I hope you go Thank somewhere you. And, yeah, you and have yeah. an adventure. You're young. I mean, that's the time you do it. Well, I mean, you're, this is the moment. Little, you know? Right. This, I don't want to let it go by. That's the thing. This is Not the moment. Young. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's the one thing that like the pandemic taught me was I wasn't even in college. I mean, this point a year ago, I, I had the podcast, but it was on hiatus because yeah. you know you couldn't do this. Yes. Uh, yeah. So you know that was on hiatus. I wasn't in school. You know, mm-hmm. not, it's online school, but you know it's still yeah. school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was working at a pizza parlor, you know, mm-hmm. and that wasn't going too well. And it kind of just it was one of those moments. I was 21, and I was like, time's starting to pass very mm-hmm. rapidly. Good yeah. for you. You know, and, and you could it just it's something that personally for me. You know, it just, you feel it in the air kind of thing. Right. It's going by very quickly. Yeah. So I just kind of, uh, excuse my language, but got my shit together yeah. and, you know, go back to school, yeah. you know, upgrade the job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was this new place that, you know, I would go get my groceries at mm-hmm. Sprouts. And I was like, well, this place is pretty, like that, honestly, stepping into that store every day feels like I'm not in writing anymore. Yeah. Like That's just, I don't know if you guys have been in there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, Beautiful. lovely store. But mm-hmm. I feel like, because there's so many people that are cultured and not from Reading, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not in ready when I go and that's yeah. my favorite part about it I just kind of get lost in like that world yeah. you know yeah. so yeah, Max, it's nice. good for you Blake yeah that's thank awesome. you yeah no, really I mean awesome. you know it's definitely uh, want to take this to the next level and stuff mm-hmm. as well you know local yeah. politicians and stuff are cool but I'm a sports guy if I can get mm-hmm. you know NFL even like general managers or coaches or mm-hmm. players or NBA like that yeah. that's where I want to be you know mm-hmm. like have people come in you yeah. know maybe I say something that pisses someone off they want to mm-hmm. come on the show or you know maybe they yeah. like my t- you know yeah. whatever it is you know I, i'm not here to you know do that on purpose but no, you know you know little by little it's growing i started off just me and my friends in my bedroom just yeah. you know kind of shooting the shit and now it's yeah. like aaron Reznor said yes you know i didn't expect that's that to happen fantastic. you know cool. so yeah. it's just you know and it, you guys as well you know it, it takes you know just one yes you yeah. know that's one thing i learned like yes it, it's and you guys have kind of brought it up in this you know conversation but it's a no kind of world in business mm-hmm. with everything mm-hmm. business is a no business it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what business you're in yeah. so you have to relish the yeses that's just mm-hmm. how that goes if you yeah. pass up on a yes you're just kicking yourself in the ass at that point because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like that's kind of what you're in a way living for yeah. you know and yeah. I just, I, I am in love with my work, personally. Good, I, good. you know, I, I want to be someone that, you know, people always say that, you know, oh, if you pass away, your job replaces you the next day. It's like, yeah, but I still want to be, like, felt mm-hmm. if I go kind mm-hmm. of thing. I still yeah. want the loss to be, like, mm-hmm. you know, monumental in a way. You just mm-hmm. do, you know. I agree. And so uh, that's not something I, uh, 
You know, yeah. that's something I think about a lot, too, is just kind of like being remembered for something. You know, mm-hmm. people are going to start remembering this, you know. Making your mark. So, so mark. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave here not making the mark, not having mm-hmm. something successful, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Uh, it's, it's something it, you, you enjoy doing as well, it sounds like. A hundred percent. You really feel, obviously, you're passionate about it. I mean, yeah. You've got you can make it. a living following your passion. Oh my gosh. That's the highest yeah. achievement. You've I think, done it, you know. That's right. When you're. Yeah. ever very few people actually get to do that yeah and and it will take tremendous resilience which it sounds yeah. like you have and just I, I definitely try keep, yeah just, <laughs> just you just keep going keep going yeah just keep going you have to yeah yeah because i've just i've seen too many personal situations of people that i thought had the greatest potential mm-hmm. in yeah. whatever they were in love with mm-hmm. just they hit the first roadblock or the roadblock mm-hmm. you know they, they get punched in the mouth so yeah. to speak mm-hmm. hard enough mm-hmm. they don't get back up off the canvas mm-hmm. they just lay there yeah. and they just take it mm-hmm. you know and i just don't personally want to be that guy you know i at least want to try and get back if i get knocked down again fine but I want to be the guy that at least got back up yeah. and tried to finish the round of the fight. Good. You yeah. know, uh, I don't mean to hijack the uh, the interview. No, no, I, I'm here to talk so to you guys, yeah, but it's yeah, that's, I mean, we're a lot older than you are, and yeah. I think that's that's uh, if I could if I could hear someone say one thing, it would be that a young person. Yeah, it would be that. Yeah, just in terms of. How, how are you going to approach life? How are you going to do it? And you're doing it from, from a power place and not a victim place. Yeah. yeah. And that's... It's funny that's, you say that because... That's everything. Yeah. But that's, that's literally... It is. Everything. It is. So... I, I've been called a victim plenty of times at prior jobs and stuff like that. A victim complex. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know? And it just... Yeah, I, I, I have a lot of things I, I keep to myself sometimes, you know, because I, okay. as, um, mm-hmm. as, as I guess maybe tough as it seems, you know, or, or as headstrong as I am, you know, it's, it's easy to get under my skin. I don't mind admitting that. There's mm-hmm. certain things that you don't say to people, yeah. mm-hmm. and there's certain things that if you don't know it about someone, it could just trigger them, mm-hmm. yeah, and they could, you know, not snap, but, you know, it just... They just don't like it. You know, you say yeah. the wrong thing, bring up the wrong person. Yeah. It's just, yeah. that's it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just, uh, yeah. So I, you know, thank you for that. That's mm-hmm. that's very kind because, uh, you know, it's not something I ever believed. I believe the exact opposite. I'm like, I'm not a victim at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I don't think you guys can kind of, not you guys, but I don't think the people around me can yeah, handle yeah, yeah, yeah. the real shit you. sometimes. Yeah. They don't want to hear it because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, they're not capable of it themselves maybe, yeah. or they don't have the belief in themselves. So it's uncomfortable when yeah. someone has that much belief in themselves. Right. You know, it's almost uh, weird in a way. Um, yeah. And then just one last thing as far as just the revi- revitalization of writing and stuff. I was yeah. talking to Aaron Reznor, and I have a great idea. I don't know what you guys think, but the Reading Convention Center, you know, the 44 highway right there, yep. you know, it's usually never packed unless there's an accident or something, mm-hmm. you know, but people are just able to go to and from, kind of yeah. like I-5. I-5 is a little more backed up between yeah. the 5 and 7 range, but yeah. 44 is usually pretty clear both ways. Sundial Bridge is right there. The beautiful mosaic restaurants right there. Um, the Sheridan Hotel is right there. Mm-hmm. KRCR is right there. The Viking Skate Country. Yeah. The Reading Convention Center was built in 1960 and opened, I think, that same year. It's been 60 years. It's still standing there. Yeah. It looks like a concrete jungle. That's it fine. It looks like a bunker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. I was telling her, I think we should redo it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we should get McConnell Foundation, mm-hmm. Bethel, I mean, someone together to, yeah. you know, try and redo this thing. Right, I, I could right. make it into, not me, but we could make it into a um, 
I was thinking a sports arena thing, but mm-hmm. maybe more just like entertainment. You know, like yeah. I think there's been like a, a Kenny Chesney like, concert yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian, mm-hmm. has come here a couple times. Right. So there's been big acts that make a stop in Reading. You know, like kind of like it sounds like you guys did. You know, from L.A. to Seattle, mm-hmm. what's yeah. Reading all about? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. And as long as you have the beautiful building, that's all yeah. it's going to take. Yeah. You I know. To, and and the, a beautiful building next to a beautiful bridge next right. to a yeah. beautiful river. Yeah. Like that. That. With Turtle the, Bay, the where kids can hang. The river is really an extraordinary outside. thing yeah. about Reading. The fact that we've yeah. got this huge river running through the middle of town is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, that building to me is, is there's nothing pretty or beautiful or alluring <laughs> or inviting <laughs> about that building. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Russian architecture of yeah, the Cold War, Soviet you know? Yeah, the Soviet kind of era. Gray block. Yeah, yeah. Kind of gray block look to it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like 1960. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. There's just there's so much potential literally right oh, there. Just oh, tear it down, agree. build it back up. That's yeah. it. KRCR is right there. There's a bunch of dirt to make more mm-hmm. parking spaces. Yeah. You can fit five thousand more parking mm-hmm. spaces yeah. you know they already do um last year was the first time they did the christmas lights at turtle bay oh, you have that at christmas oh, sundial bridge awesome. you know yeah. biking you know mm-hmm. couples go there and hang out yeah. walk your dog mm-hmm. whatever take the kids to turtle bay mm-hmm. there's so much potential for just the economy impact mm-hmm. and just the personal just yeah. well-being impact you know Agreed. once yeah. this whole COVID thing is over over mm-hmm. and we're getting there it's only a few more months i mm-hmm. think yeah. Yeah. you know people are going to be outside again it's yeah. it's you know maskless yeah. they're going to be doing stuff outdoor concerts mm-hmm. I, it, there's just there's too much potential for at least for me just kind of sit by and just kind of keep it to myself mm-hmm. you know yeah. i don't know if everyone else sees it they don't have to um but i just it, it's a concrete jungle and it's just it, it's mm-hmm. it downright is ugly to look at mm-hmm. I'm, I'm born and it raised is. here it's yeah. ugly to look at it i is. will not go to an event there yeah. sundial bridge totally different story yeah. and it's pretty horrible inside too it's been about 15 yeah. years but i could imagine it's really grim yeah i, I figure i'm with you we'll, we'll, what do we just tell us what we have to do mcconnell foundation we'll get on that we'll get on I, that train. i need connections i don't know if you guys yeah. have connections to anyone i guess high up at the bethel church or mcconnell no. foundation k2 foundation i think mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those are the people I yeah. need to somehow get in contact mm-hmm. with. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I'll find my way. Yeah. But um, anyway, let's go back to you guys. Let's go back to okay. you guys on here. Right. So, because I think they, I think someone just said about 20 minutes. So okay. that's totally fine. So, um, yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's your guys' favorite part about running the clothing business? I mean, I know that, you know, it's tough as far as, yeah. you know, the mini orders and the garment mm-hmm. amount and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, paying people and stuff. And it's basically all online. But what is the thing you enjoy most? Is it making the product? Is it selling the product? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, getting an order question. in? I mean, I think the what's that? I think the feedback that we've had from people that have bought clothing for, from is it's all been positive. Fortunately, it's all been positive for us. You know, we haven't had any negative feedback that people I'm aware do. Of. Love the clothes. So they seem to like the clothing, you know. Or their wives um, buy them for them. But, yeah, um, um, yeah, the clothing so is it's pretty rock very solid. Positive. So that, that part, that's very encouraging. That's one of those things. You do it, you're getting positive feedback. And so it's like, well, this is great. So if I do, I, I, I like the idea of maybe doing more of this, get more positive feedback. And somehow, it's some, like I said earlier, it'd be good at some point if it was to sort of take off. Um, however that comes about. 
And you're talking about contacts, you know, maybe making contact. That's a big part of it as well. If you can find, because we always talked about, you know, if we can find one major celebrity just, just to put our jacket on mm-hmm. and go for a walk down the street in uh, Hollywood or wherever, you know, and catch the attention of uh, the papers. It's interesting. I mean, it's, it's funny because it's like all it takes is uh, a story in the newspaper. Um, like a good example of that, a really good example of that would be Tom's shoes. I mean, the story with Tom's shoes, you know what I mean? These little canvas slipper-like shoes that were very, very popular for a few years. And um, the guy apparently had been going, do- going door to door to sell these shoes that he was, he was trying to sell, trying to get somebody to buy them. And what happened was there was a an article in the LA Times who ran a little a little uh, piece on him what he was doing, and from that that basically lit the fire and his business just went through the roof after that. Everybody became aware of these shoes he was selling. He he was making them, having them made. I think it was like um, down South America, one of South American countries where the shoes were being made. Hmm. But the idea was for every pair of shoes that he sold. He would give a pair of shoes to a kid in some poor village in South America. They would get a, a, a pair of shoes. That's wonderful. That, so that was his sort of model there. But it worked, I mean, and it was very successful. I don't know how good or bad the company's doing now, but it, they were definitely a thing for a few years. But it was a story in the LA Times. It took, and just sort of, it took off. So, I mean, sometimes it may take something like that for us, or nothing will come of it. But the, the, I think for me... The thing that the the, the most the, the most enjoyable part of it is people saying nice things about the stuff you're making because if they're coming back with the stuff's great or fits great looks good feels good all that that's kind of sort of what you want to hear you know um, it would be nice to have more sales and have more stuff to spit to to sell but um, but it's uh yeah it's been a pretty good experience I'd say overall I mean it's it, time flies and I talk about it and it's like sometimes it's this. That mortal, that's the bane of my existence. I wish I could do something with it, and it's just sitting there. But really, really, in order for it to do anything, you've got to put money into it. You've got to be willing to put a lot of money into it, I think, actually, to get it really up and going and make it some uh, a realistic sort of venture, I guess. It's going to make money. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just putting money into it. That's what it takes. It's going to probably... Nothing may come of it. I don't know. Uh, I, we, we go back I, and forth. I, it. I disagree a, uh, with that a little bit. Okay, all right, go ahead. I I think that you have to hustle your ass I off. I think so. That helps. And yeah. neither one of us. It's a men's clothing company, so you know I didn't really feel like I could go be the face of Mortal Trend. It needed to be. Lachlan being the face of Mortal Trend, or, some, or somebody again, or uh, somebody. Mm-hmm. But it, but I noticed that too on the website. There's two different models yes. you guys had used local, for the clothes. Local guys, two, two local by the dudes. way. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Dane yeah. and Colby, they're fabulous. Yeah. Shout out um, to Dane and Colby. Yeah. That yeah. was that was probably the fun. The fun part for me is the creative part, probably the building the the website and creating the Kickstarter and just kind of the creative decisions that get made. Doing the photo shoot for the, well, for all the clothes, but that's that's fun for me. And it is satisfying and gratifying when people, when people really mm-hmm. love the clothes. That's pretty awesome too. Plus, we, you know, our mission from the beginning was to do it in, in, in a way that is all about integrity. 
Yeah, yeah. And we've achieved that. Yeah, we've, we've done that. Yeah, other we've, other um, things made. the fabric paid people well. We've yeah, chosen. Yeah, we did. You know, we it was a it was something that we wanted to do the right way, and we've done that. So that feels good too. Yeah, we set out to have everything made here in the U.S. And we did that. I, I, I right down to the buttons that were being put on. I mean, literally yeah. everything, the zips, the buttons, the thread, I mean, the cloth, uh, fabric, sorry, that was being used for the cloth. It was all made here. So, yeah, we did that. But like I said, if it's um, early, you, it's one of these things. It's like, uh, that's a tough, that is like a really tough, um, it's a tough thing to do, uh, to do because it's, you, 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 uh, you're battling against uh Places that are getting stuff made for nothing, next to nothing. You know, having it made overseas and it's like it's costing a fraction of what it's costing for We've you. We've got to a it. friend here in Reading. His name is um, Kevin Gustafson, mm-hmm. and he started a clothing company here in Reading. Um, and his clothes are made by the Fashion Alliance, and he makes jackets. They're beautiful. Yeah. Um, and he is starting it you you order the jacket send them your measurements and it's basically made to order bespoke okay. it's bespoke that's uh, what the word is or couture or um and he's building it slowly he's not spending any money that he doesn't have he's not going into debt he's doing it kind of slow and steady and the and the hustle supreme hustle and i think that's I, th- I think that that's a great way to build a business. Mm-hmm. Slow and steady. We raised the money and then just kind of had all these clothes. And it was mm-hmm. like, now what do we do? Well, that's, that's, the learn- that's part of the learning curve for us. So I would, I would do, I would do it, it the way Kevin is doing it yeah, if we I'd were do to do it again. Yeah. I would. I would. I wouldn't have 200 uh, zips. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is we still have We still have quite a bit of inventory. Yeah. Well, we're down. We're down to... But, like, we've got enough clothes to give you some clothes in yeah. our basement. They'll come out of our basement <laughs> straight to you. <laughs> awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Have you guys ever heard of Almond Apparel? Almond no. Apparel. So I work with this girl. Her name's Haley Amundsen. I finally got it right. And she has a clothing business locally sourced in the U.S. and stuff like that. Literally here in Reading. It's a little startup. I bought the... She made my podcast hats for me and the podcast logo, and I bought 30 of them from her, and they sell my hat on their website. So um, I I think you guys would probably work really well together. And it sounds like you guys need maybe some women's clothing and stuff like that. She's a girl. She's expert in that. Um, Also, her uh, boyfriend, uh, Sam Lorenz, is his name. He's, uh, they're like partners in it. You know, cute couple. They do great stuff together. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe you guys should, I'll I'll give you their info and stuff if you want to look their stuff up. But they have their own website and yeah, nice stuff. They're doing like a summer collection. They're coming out with summer stuff. And the people that model are people from the store and people they just know, you know, locally and stuff. So I love that. That's yeah, just fantastic. Yeah. Well, one of the main things we talked about when I had them on the podcast was how there's no, and ironically, that's when George brought you guys to my doorstep, how there's no people that like collaborate here in Reading. Mm-hmm. There's people that don't get together. And mm-hmm. I mean, you guys literally, this is like a carbon copy. You guys sound mm-hmm. alike. You know, the, yeah. you know, she's big on the U.S. thing. I don't want stuff from Vietnam mm-hmm. or Taiwan or mm-hmm. China, you know, yeah. whatever, Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. So, you know, I want to hear in the U.S. And, you know, I think they want to actually transfer to L.A., funny enough. 
stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's around my age and stuff like that, and so is Sam. But yeah, they're just awesome. They were really good guests and stuff. And yeah, I think you guys would do good work together if you guys yeah. are interested in that. That'd you know, if you guys lovely. need some some women stuff done and whatnot, and even mm-hmm. you know guy stuff too. They do guys just clothes to, as well. Just to meet them and and see what they're doing, that would be really yeah, fun. Be cool. That would be cool. Sure. I think we I think we need to support these entrepreneurial people that are yeah. trying to make stuff happen. Yeah, especially young people. Uh, the young, young people yeah, that are. I agree. The, the, um, we're old and jaded, but <laughs> young people. <laughs> so the, is it almond? Is it almond dot com? Does she have a website? Uh, almond apparel. Almond uh, apparel. Like an almond. Yeah. Like, her last name is not Almondson, but people kind of pronounce it that way. Yeah. That's where she got the that name. Was very smart. So yeah, it's like almondapparel.com. Yeah. Okay. and they have I think maybe six or seven items up, including yeah. the the hats and stuff um, nice. of mine. But yeah, no, they do great work, and uh, they're gonna drop. Stuff. I believe Memorial Day weekend is like their big, they're going to go on stuff. They have an Instagram page. I think they have a Facebook page. So they're yeah. real easy to find. If you give one Google search Good. and Good. you should be able to find them after a little Check bit. Good. Thank um, you. Yeah, no problem. What comes next for you guys? What do you guys want to do next? You know, post, mm. you know, I, I hate to bring it up, but post pandemic and, and yeah. you know, just online and stuff like that. What comes next? Is it the almond apparel stuff? Is it women's clothing? Do you guys know. have a plan for women's clothing already? Like, what would you guys want to be at this point in 2022. What do you guys mm. want to be doing? But with regards to mortal trend, no, I, I don't know. Women's clothing, I think, would be the next. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the next sort of phase, I think, for us. Jan um, Kearns at the Fashion Alliance has uh, made a sample dress for us that we can get up and running and make anytime we want. Yeah. Um, and I have another idea for something, and Lockie's got ideas too. Yeah. So I think if we could, if we could get something else to set, make something else to sell, um, I think that'd be awesome. It's always cool. You make, you get something made. Look, when we had the the, the flannel shirts made, that was the last thing we had done. And um, once you get it up there on the website, and you have, you know, we had a couple of uh, guys wear the, the clothes and we had them uh, had a photo shoot um, it's pretty good you feel good after it you know like, mm-hmm. like there's a sense I won't say a sense of accomplishment but it, 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 it kind of sort of is mm-hmm. just the fact that yeah, it, it, it made me feel like we were doing something with uh, mortal trend as opposed to it just being this thing that was there and now it's we're no longer taking care of it but this is where it's still sort of relevant I guess to us you know um, that yeah. we were doing something it made me feel pretty good about it and um, I would still like to, I'd, I would still like to keep it going, but mm-hmm. it would be more focused around women's clothing. I just think there's a mark, there's more of a market, and it's not all about making money. I just feel there's more of a market for women's clothing now, and there's just more you can do with it. I think with guys, it's very limited, you know, uh, but with women, it's different. You can do a lot more prints and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see, uh, Blake. It's it's probably going to be women's clothing <laughs> next up. I won't personally be wearing any of them. <laughs> hey, slowly but surely, right? I'll be involved maybe in the design of them, perhaps. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's maybe it. It's not etched in stone, but it's kind of sort of a plan. It's floating out. It's floating out there. Yeah, we talk about it. You As know? we kind of come out of the weird yeah. surreal go back and talk to Janet year we've just fashional. had yeah. She's, yeah she's great she's really great yeah she's terrific so go talk to her about having some more stuff made yeah 
But Reading's a, it's a happening place. It's definitely up and coming. And it can't stop it. I mean, it's progress. It's, it's coming here. And it's there'll be changes, but for mm-hmm. the better. You know, it's always positive. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. As much as I want to get out and move somewhere else and whatnot, You're I mean... You're young. you got to go, man. You yeah. You could stay go, here go, and go. be part of the renaissance there is one if it's not happening already it's it's on the horizon for sure i mean i think it's already happening get in on the ground floor and be part of this it's it's an evolutionary leap yeah i think for reading which has absolutely seems to have been in the same kind of uh, living in in suspended animation time a little bit and it's it feels like it's the. I can feel the right, the energy's right. changed even in the three years we've been here. Right, it's, and, like, and yeah. I contribute that a lot to Bethel and to the people who come here from Bethel and are entrepreneurial and young and hip and have great taste and decide to stay and open a business. Mm-hmm. Right, it's fantastic. Absolutely, I, don't, I personally don't understand the anti-Bethel sentiments, but I've never really. I, I just don't, I personally don't understand it, but. Yeah. No, I, I totally, I, I'm with you because yeah. it's, you know, uh, people have to give that credit, you know, entrepreneurial yeah, yeah, and business-wise, mm-hmm. it's, bring, it's, it's flourishing. It's the community, it's positive again. It's not like a. Change is uh, hard. Change is hard, exactly. For some people, and I, right. I appreciate that too. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's and definitely parts of town that you could tell, like, Hasn't been updated in about 40 yeah, years, but that's okay. You know what I mean? And there's parts of yeah. town where you go downtown, and mm-hmm. this opened six months ago, and yeah. you could tell. And it just feels different. I mean, Cascade so, Theater's right there still, yeah. the lovely Marcus Street Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I love that place. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. just walk around, and just the air, it just yeah. it's different. The yeah. parking, mm-hmm. ugly-ass parking structure's not there anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, you could just park on the ground level and just start yeah. walking somewhere, you know. Um, so And they still have stuff like the, the Irish Bar, the Shameless down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have that, and they still have, like, Bogbean. Um, and stuff. It's a, a little outfit where they have like old records and video games and yeah, stuff. So cool. you know, it's like the essence of Reading is still there, but mm-hmm. it's it's changing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't feel like gentrified. It feels mm-hmm. like yeah. it's just we're just yeah, making yeah, stuff yeah. better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. so it's not people just coming in and yeah. you know, if you're not rich, you're poor. It's yeah. it doesn't uh, feel I like that. Yeah, so yeah. I agree. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I mean, even just to ra- kind of wrap it up, but uh, like in this medium, you know, if things are shifting, and, and they have shifted from mm-hmm. radios to mm-hmm. podcasts. Yes. People don't want to hear advertisements. People exactly. don't want to hear songs in the middle of you talking. Mm-hmm. They don't want to yeah. hear censored stuff. Mm-hmm. They want to hear, uh, you know, oh curse words. They want to mm-hmm. hear, you know, unfiltered Real conversations. They, yeah. People want Sorry. something to feel authentic. They just mm-hmm. want that more than um you know whatever the radio has to offer and that's not to say anything bad about the radio there's still fantastic radio shows mm-hmm. like billy and patrick in the morning like we talked about beforehand and stuff here but um i have felt for a while just that shift and if i could be a part of that shift you know that is that's cool. cool you know yeah, I, i'm cool. i'm cool with that that's yeah. really cool you're good at it You're yeah, good thank you. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely something I've been wanting to live out for. I was yeah. always the kid that wanted to run like a video game store out of the house, and yeah, mom had to explain yeah. like we can't really do that. <laughs> but you know, good thinking. Love so your, love your passion, All right? But right. All right. We can't run a store yeah. in our house. Like, you're eight. How are you going to do it? I'm not going to yeah. do it. I have a job to go. Like, yeah. and it took me a while to kind of get it. But yeah. now that I'm out yeah. in my, you know, on my own and stuff, mm-hmm. it feels good. You know, it took going to Best Buy and buying $200 microphone mm-hmm. and yeah, MacBook. Yeah. And, you know, that's all it took. And mm-hmm. ever since, yeah. it's, you know, it's been through the roof. Good, so good, I'm, a, I'm a very lucky guy, you know. So good. we'll see what happens. I'm a hard worker. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you. Is there anything you guys want to plug um, before we get out of here? Where should people find you guys at? How can they find you? Mm. Anything like that? Mortaltrend.com is our fabulous website. Um, and if they want to see the clothes and touch them and feel them before they buy them, we are at the Fashion Alliance, which is downtown on the corner of Placer and Market Street. Okay. And they can go in there and buy our clothes there as well. Do you know the address for that by chance, just so I can give it to the, if not, I can try and I can, uh, Google this real quick. Is it 1698 Market Street? Might be. I don't, I have no idea. Running Fashion Alliance. That's it? Yeah. Running yeah. Fashion Alliance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. 1698 Market Street. And yeah, right in the middle of the action, it looks like. That's really cool. Yeah, that is, it's right there. And they, and they have a ton of local, They've got local made designers and locally and made. It's, it's nice. all, in fact, it's all locally made. Yeah. All okay. of the clothing and the jewelry and the scarves yeah. and the... They've got quite an assortment really of cool. stuff that's really nice. It's all really, really nice. Done very tastefully, you can tell. It's really nice. And the McConnell it's, Foundation it's has, been, has been instrumental for them as well. Mm -hmm. McConnell Foundation is amazing. Really I, I can't believe they got amazing. hate for the Sundown Print. It's like, I, yeah, I don't know what this place, I don't know what our logo would be, I guess, without mm -hmm. the Sundown yeah, Print. I don't know what what the, the tallest building in the city, which is a jail. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, like what else are we going to use? Like, yeah. it's just, that, that's something I go back to, too. Like, we got to change that. Like, the yeah. tallest buildings cannot be a jail in a courthouse. Yeah. That just cannot be the case. <laughs> we got to do better. And that's where yeah. the convention center comes in, yes. for me personally. Love but we'll that see. Idea. That's a good idea. You know, we'll, we'll see about that. Maybe uh, you should run for office. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, I don't think I'm old enough. For, I think you have to be a certain age even I know president's 35 but I think even for like a local mayor you have to be like 30 or Go 32 or something so I'm not even anywhere near the you're age you're a local and um, you grew up here you'd be ideal and you're excited that. and you have you're good excited. ideas you're, and you're passionate yeah, I mean absolutely for the, the place itself I'd, yeah. I'll vote for you well thank you yeah. I've actually never thought about that but I usually joke with my friends oh you know I'll run in 2040 when I'm 45 you know mm -hmm. for yeah, president but yeah, I've yeah. never actually just start with that. the start with the um, city council. Yeah, get on. Work that. your way up. I'll just see what the age Soon limit you'll be is. Running the joint. Could do it. <laughs> Could totally do it. I, I mean, Erin Reznor doesn't want to run again, so you know we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. You know, if she's so, bowing yeah. out, then then we will see. But yeah, thank you guys for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it very much. Really, really nice to you. talk to you. Yeah, you guys as well. And, and I'll be sure to um, get your guys info to get you the hats and stuff after we're appreciate off the air. But okay. yeah, I appreciate it very much. Uh, for the listeners, if you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate it very much. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you guys later. Bye-bye.